0: This is a horror game podcast. It is meant for mature audiences. It may contain shocking revelations, violence, and sexual themes. Viewer discretion is advised. investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Raley. The scenario is The Lesser Isle. It was written by David Gassaway, who is also our keeper of arcane lore, and this is episode three. Our recap will be given by Max Meltzer, as his character, Dr. Elihu Althwaite. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Max?
1: Well, today was eventful. After the scare over Hughes' disappearance, he came back to camp saying that he would discovered a collapsed tunnel where one of the other missing guys, uh, I think his name was Scheidelman or Shiner or something like that, had fallen in. We immediately began di- digging, suspecting the worst, only to find that it appeared that he'd not been crushed under the fallen debris. The interesting thing is that underneath the tower, we found a, uh, that the tunnel wasn't entirely man-made as I'd suspected. It was only a passage to a natural pocket on the island. Sorry, <laughs> uh, we we crawled in and found that it it appeared that the cave had not been disturbed by our missing man for many years. Oh, yeah. Uh, we found two branching caves off the central chasm. Uh, they'd been done dug by Paleolithic tools. That would mean that Paleolithic man had lived on this island. Dating its occupation back years before we suspected we decided to turn back as it was getting late and we didn't want to get lost in an attempt to catch the people who tampered with our generator a watch was set but they didn't catch anything. I got a lucky I, I, I got lucky, since my watch was in the morning, so I didn't ha- I didn't lose much sleep. Anyway, another day another dollar oh yeah I forgot. Uh there was some blue lady that was captured in a photo. Um, It it just seems like some silly picture uh, that Finley took, but I don't know what that's about. I didn't see anything of the sort when I was there.
2: All right.
3: And so uh, it's late morning. Uh, the photograph from within the debate has been passed around to general confusion, consternation, and uncertainty. What's on the agenda, Lillian, Do you think you'll begin um, w- moving the wiring around to get light into
4: that into the Taliot cave, or if if it's decided that our objective is to further explore it, then yeah, I'll get some, I'll try to get some wiring and some lighting in there,
0: some sort of switch between the two.
4: But I'd be looking to Meisner and maybe Althwaite a little bit, asking you know, is that is our intention to explore this further? And if so, then I can get us some lighting. All right, then that's what I'll be doing all day probably.
0: Um, t- to pack a. Uh... A lunch for our exploring expedition uh, of sandwiches.
2: Keeper, does the, the, I mean, so looking at the photo of this blue being, uh, I mean, does it look like it should be able to fit down here? Like, the,
3: you the, the photograph is, is a little bit jarring because, again, the figure, it's got the right, morphology to be a person but it's doesn't have a visible face if if it is facing the front and its position would suggest that it is uh it's it's human size so it would crouch inside that structure the way and uh, the way human would but nobody saw it come out and we only the only real the only impression that you have that it's blue is from fisher Mm. because in a black and white photograph a shiny palish thing could be any color
2: Oh that that totally makes sense um I, you know wasn't thinking black and white but that definitely that, makes you know, sense
0: are are we only seeing the morphology of what would look like a human being crouched over no face or are we seeing like is it tall and lanky does it have ears it's
3: it- if it weren't for the sharpness of the shadow behind it from the flash, you would think it was blurry, because while it has the overall shape, it doesn't have the details. There aren't really five fingers on each hand. There isn't really a, a eyes and a mouth. But there are kind of depressions, as if, you know, imagine a, a, a realistic wax figure of a person... Uh. That Sat in the rear window on a sunny day and got real soft kind of situation, but it's standing and definitely arms and legs. it's definitely standing yeah. bipedally and and the and the limbs are you know the the angle of the of the four parts of the limbs right. is, is as if it were a human being. I mean, if it were bigger, you might think it was a person like under a silk blue sheet, sort of, right? right? But
0: I, it's—I I keep wondering. You know, there's this uh, this thing where we we tend to see patterns that aren't really there. I, I wonder if uh, you know a, a, a puff of evening mist or uh, just a, a small cloud, not something that if normally you were looking at it, you would really notice it, but when the flash hits it. It suddenly appears solid.
5: I, I can tell you, doctor, I am convinced that I saw this thing. Now, I initially, I thought the same thing, but it, photographs don't lie. Photographs don't lie. Uh, do you think uh, this is enough flashlights? And he's like grabbing as many as he can from the camp. You guys <laughs> like because you guys are going to have to illuminate the whole area down there.
4: Yeah, it's going to take quite a bit of lighting.
5: Yeah, great.
6: Watching uh, Lillian kind of help set up the or get the lighting ready. Uh, I'm looking at the amount of I guess wiring that's there and wondering out loud if how far that's going to allow us to go inside the 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 cave because there we're still at least I, I know we're not super far away from the cave entrance, but we're still a little bit, and then we have to go up and over the wall, if I remember right, and then down into the cave. So how far can we actually go into the cave and still have light?
2: Yeah. Um, With all of that in the way, probably not very far.
0: The, Could I run to town
3: and see if I can find more light bulbs? You, and You saw uh, the town this morning they don't have light bulbs they don't have a hardware store they don't have electricity they're hmm. um if they're lucky because you you were told that the farmers market is a regional hub and that mean they m- might mean they're important enough that there's a telegraph office somewhere in town hmm. but it's not you're on you're in the rural part of a small island in the mediterranean they don't well, and um,
5: I'm not an expert, but could we repurpose the lights that we have up around the camp? Would that extend our range to a reasonable degree, or is that still kind of...
3: The good news have... is that you didn't know why you were out of radio contact, so you were bringing extra support material of this kind. So you have roughly twice as much as was anticipated a need right. for, but that was only 80 yards total. Because you were basically, you know, there's the the three monuments next to each other, and they're outside, and that's what you were looking at. So you could definitely get this string of lights into the into the the flat area you you crossed into. And then you might have to snake them down one channel, and if there's nothing there, then take them back, and you're not going to be able to add on to them you're going to be dealing with oil lanterns and and flashlights if there's anything of note hmm. now it's also not strange to just deal with oil lanterns and you know it's 1925 right. we don't expect to have
2: still a familiar technology at the time yeah. <laughs> well
5: yeah. uh, that sounds what i i'm gonna make sure that we have those set up because i am raring to go folks it... You know, chop chop. Times, times cooking. Let's get down
6: there. Well, I mean, I I agree with you. You know, I, I'm not saying I'm looking forward to you know going down there, but you know, it is somewhat exciting. But looking at Finley, how many flashlights do we have? Do do we have enough? If if that light does go out, I'm not saying that it will, but just in case, you know,
3: you've got a a. a... A, a crate of a dozen, and some people brought personal oh, okay. ones, so... So, we, so but, probably at least one for all of us, if we wanted. If the, you, oh, the problem is 1925 battery technology right, and right. light bulb technology. It's, they're not... These things...
0: Right. We should at least tie off a piece of rope and take it with us, so that if the lights do go out and we're suddenly in the dark, we can take a hold of the rope and find our way back. Sure. I don't anticipate a lot of turns and twists, though, or or branches. But
3: uh, Anders puts understand. up behind his lap. We're going to be a good deal more cautious than that. I mean, mm-hmm. we're going to be moving only in pairs. We're going to have everything roped up. Uh, luckily, what we've seen so far is actually, once you're down there, so far it's looked fairly level, and we haven't seen anything like a big erosion or a cliff face or something that indicates, but who knows?
5: uh Roland are you able to figure out based on where the uh we re- went into the tunnel the direction towards the uh uh what's it called the Nevada
6: I should be able to when we go down there I I didn't go down when when you all went down um w- would I have a compass given that I'm a cartographer absolutely yeah all right then yeah so you know assuming that there's no magnetic in- interference or anything down there which in a cave, let's face it, there there could be, but um, I I should be able to at least give a general idea um, of which way we're going and and so on, and and, how, and where it is in relation to everything. At least I hope so. Um, you know, again, Roland is a little. I think he's visibly nervous. Um, looking over at Anders and even at Spencer, are either of you concerned? About uh the generator while we're down there, is is somebody saying up here? I think somebody should.
2: I am in agreement with Lily, and I think somebody should. Um,
0: we could put the students I, to that.
2: Can I ask uh, for Keeper? Can I ask for some clarification? Certainly. Um, these sightings, uh, that uh Finley has had. And maybe Finley can provide this clarification instead. Um, has he only ever noticed this entity after the fact?
3: There's there's one one event. Oh, okay. He, I thought he he basically was taking an exploratory photograph in the Nevada with his flash bulb, right? And so that's why he saw a co- the color image when the flash went off. And it was the instant of a flash. It, it was there and gone and just, you know, seared was, his retina.
2: Was it the first time upstairs and the second time here in the tunnel? Or am I misremembering?
3: Yes, you, this is okay. something you dreamed during the overnight walk.
2: dreamt, but hey, clarification achieved, apparently. Thank you. <laughs> yep.
3: uh, yeah, and regarding early flash technology, they were big. Flash bulbs, yeah, uh, that got quite hot, and there was also magnesium tape, which is what people used to put on a tray, and that's, you know, dangerous. You probably have some because you've been, you just came to a small island from Europe, and ph- photographic technology is mostly a U.S. thing, so I'm sure there there was magnesium tape in use. You want to know exactly. Where everything a flammable is, and not make a mistake with it um, so uh Lillian is sure, having looked at you know some of the measures that the 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 30 foot ish wide cave that is the a likely staging point for you, she'll be able to get a string of bulbs in. Which will be handy, even in terms, and and that might mean moving the generator closer to the deliot instead of by the tents, which might mean you have less lighting around the tents at night. But it's it's you know it's heavy, but you can move it. Um, it's like it's easier to move the generator than it is to pick up a hundred yards of cable and move them around. Um, and that way, even if you're off on a side channel, there'll be light behind you. But uh, yeah, Anders and Childs like you know gave each other a look, and they're like, "Yeah, we have to leave somebody outside at all times." And uh, you know, the college students—it's not—it's not not a bad idea. But I don't know if they're secure. I mean, it might like I'd like Blackwell. You should go down. On the one hand, on the other hand, you could guard the out the camp alone while everyone else is in there. Thoughts?
2: I, this thing, whatever's in this photo has me a bit on edge, and I'm wondering if perhaps it might be connected to these disappearances somehow. I think I would prefer to be down with Lillian setting up these lights,
4: I would uh, prefer to have you there with me too. <laughs> Strong preference.
2: And uh, I think that might be the best call.
3: Uh, Anders, I your remit here is more specific than mine, so I I that's heard. Uh Do you think we can leave the graduate students a gun or anything, or do we just have to tell them to yell bloody murder if the bandits come over the hill?
2: Um, Wait. Uh, uh, sorry, out of character, has he mentioned bandits before?
3: Figurative. Purely oh, figurative. okay. I just okay. don't... You know, I'm not intimidated by little Hugh and maybe his girlfriend, and I don't want Sorry. them to get I, their head. I,
2: I know my memory is bad, I just didn't think it was that bad. <laughs>
3: no.
0: I mean, yeah, but yeah. it does seem like we're the investigators and they're the students, so we give them the flunky jobs to do. Uh but you know something just occurred to me, Spencer. Why Why knock out the generator? Um, I mean, if you're bandits, you just come in wielding guns and you attack and you take what you want and you leave. But something was in that dark cave and it may not have liked the flash of the light. And something has been coming into camp and trying to turn the lights
1: off. And you said it was a sophisticated job too, didn't you, Lillian?
4: Yes, yeah, someone knew what they were doing.
5: Well uh, what about the uh the two that left the camp? Have we considered? They went and got uh things. Perhaps they're trying to beat us to the punch. But
6: why May- turn Maybe out they the signs. don't don't let Meisner oh. hear you say that. Oh, uh,
5: yeah but yeah exactly they know exactly where it all is they they know exactly what to do to make people want to leave
2: it's it seems obvious it's definitely a motive um finley i mean you know i've never been one much for penny dreadful tales but i mean look at this thing you have this on can on you know on a photo like, this This is not a question of whether or not this creature exists. Exactly. Uh, the first of many, I hope. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, I guess I'm just... Uh, just concerned. Like, if... I guess what I'm trying to say... Sorry, this is a bit above my regular pay grade. Um, but if this thing is some kind of ground dweller and we're up here busy banging around running generators which is basically a confined explosion i mean is it possible that our actions are disturbing this thing
5: probably scaring it i mean we're probably giving it the fright of its life it's evaded notice for so long it's, it's probably more scared of us than we are of it so that's my point we should get down there and put our best foot forward
2: i'm still upset about the generator i I mean it makes most the most sense for it to be one of our missing people but if if i'm right that it's only one of two ways that i see it either this thing knows how to operate a generator or has some way of communicating with our missing compatriots
5: well, then then give Andrew or give a give Hugh a gun. Give Hugh a gun. I mean, uh, what's the worst that happens? He shoots some wildlife. It'll be fine.
2: No, I no, The worst that, that happens gun is that I get shot.
5: Well, uh, tell him not to shoot us.
0: He can't shoot you if you're Meissner's in the cave to be on the surface.
5: Exactly. He Meissner's can if gonna I come back us. up. Um. Oh, Hugh's not twitchy like that. Don't forget
0: that God could drop a giant rock on your head at any time that he wanted to, but let's not worry about
2: that. As I do to try me. to give him as little opportunity to surprise <laughs> me in such a manner as I can.
5: <laughs> we, um, we step out from under the Tala. <laughs> yeah. He,
2: uh, does Does Hugh know how to operate a rifle?
0: Um, you could ask him. Who doesn't know how to hunt?
3: How
5: difficult can it be?
3: I
4: could get I could you give were, who was on those shot, uh, almost shot yesterday.
2: it was Dr. Alvarado and me.
3: To be fair, Hugh has uh, a private school public school accent. A young English fellow who's going to university for ah. something as useless as archaeology probably went on hunts when he was young. Probably Got knows it. how to handle a firearm.
2: All right, well, if if that's the case, then I am going to give uh, Hugh a the, the Lee-Enfield I brought with me. And, I mean, it, it's pretty self-explanatory. It's a bolt-action rifle. You should know how to use one.
3: And up at, around this time, you hear Meissner's voice while you're having this meeting, obviously out of his earshot. He's on top of the taliot. He's been pacing around with his hands behind his back, and he turns what? and looks down at the camp. On top just... of this building? On top of yeah, the stone tower.
2: How did how did he get up there?
3: It's clamberable. You guys clambered over yesterday. It's not Okay. It's not a feat. But he's I didn't know, say
2: that. I'm just why is he on, on the
3: roof? <laughs> you What's know. taking so long. Get the light in here. We have exploring to do. Why are you talking okay?
6: Yes, that answers my next question about if he's going with us, but
3: I, I don't I, think
6: he allow you
0: know not. Yeah. yeah.
6: And honestly, I think I'd be a little bit more comfortable knowing that he was with us and not up here causing havoc, as weird as that sounds.
4: No, I get it.
2: That makes sense. Roland, I mean, do you want to be trapped in a confined space with this
6: gentleman? No, but I also don't want him up next to the uh, the generator with only the likes of Hugh uh, guarding it.
2: Fair point. So I'm going to take my Webley and one of the torches that Finley has and I'm going to leave my Lee-Enfield in the hopefully capable hands of Hugh.
0: Mr. Prey, could you could you work it so that there is at least one large light bulb next to the generator uh, so that uh, Hugh can see? And, you know, of it course, this is daylight well. right now. Yeah. but
4: I, I suspect we'll be working... All day on this, so yes, I'll leave. I'll leave one light bulb up with you.
3: It burns there, yeah. And the the cheap thing that you have in abundance is oil lamps. I mean, you that's what you have next to your cot in the tents because there's you know not going to wire that and so on. So there, are, you could you could literally, ring the camp with them if if it came to that. Oil only lasts. For a finite amount of time even during hanukkah but um you have plenty of that like that's the that's sort of that's the easy way right um i don't know how oh and were you using torch in the english sense spencer yes i think you might have been yeah yeah yes. electric, Sorry. electric yes. uh, flash yeah yep. right because yeah uh contained flame is better than open flame just yes. if, you're not, if you're not stuck. Uh, okay, so the uh, Anders, with probably assistance from Childs and Blackwell, will rig some rope and even some pulleys, attack and pulley system to get things into the tally out more easily, and set up a fairly secure arrangement. So there's more than one major rope that's tied off on something very solid that can lead through the tunnel, which is the crawly part, and um, with ample rope for extending that investigation further if there is substantially further to go. Uh, so with the assistance of those mechanisms, Dupree can get light into that main room by late morning or early afternoon sounds good um i mean you guys have uh you're on a, you're on a mission you don't have any other pressing tasks um uh meissner as soon as he's in the main cave room starts investigating surfaces very closely and muttering to himself and he clearly wants to go down channels. And needs to be restrained carefully monitored. Be carefully monitored. Oh,
0: because he'll just all
3: go I, wandering.
2: All I uh, Could, can I, like, mountain climber, tie him to myself?
0: Uh, shouldn't we all be tied together at least? Actually,
2: you know, that's not a bad idea, Doctor Alvarado.
0: It's not like we're climbing, so we don't need to go all the way around our wrists, but so that at least our belts are attached together.
3: The one thing you noticed in the first cave room is that it's rather smooth. And so if it were damp, it could get slippery very quickly. And so if you went through one of these channels and it, and somebody was untethered and it dipped substantially, it would be easy for somebody to just fall on their tailbone and fall on an unknown I mean, distance. Like,
0: yeah.
3: Uh, if yeah. You're, so if you're so we have Hugh assured uh, Blackwell that he's comfortable with a firearm, and he showed his facility with the mechanism. A minute. Sure. Um, he and uh, and uh, Mirez are going to stay outside at least for the first uh, whatever four hour span of exploration, or if it if it takes that long. Um, that'll bring you from the midday to supper hour more or less Um, I think Anders is going to not chain himself to anybody or be actively spelunking but kind of maintaining the central cave
2: and going back and forth he's not coming with us right Okay.
3: I have
0: food if you need it
3: Right, Sweet which you could girl. probably station in that in that area, so that everybody. I mean, it's just sandwiches. You can leave a basket. The bread is very good. Um, you didn't have a lot. It's like you know you've got tinned meat for them and cheese. Well,
2: let's
0: let's say that yeah, let's say I keep it in a small backpack along with water. Uh-huh, yeah you know, and maybe some uh, first aid supplies if we need them
3: well, right. There's probably a kind of a ready bag of that nature. And since yeah. there have been mysterious temblers, you certainly don't want everybody underground and et cetera without resources. Yeah. but yeah, i'll I'll Here's... take
0: up the rear that I'm carrying that stuff
3: and now that the uh, first significant chamber has electric lights. Uh, I think you'll have to use stands for them. There aren't really, unless you want to drive metal into this stone, you might want to bring something to, to to support the lights on because it isn't unlike the inside of the naveta, which is all nooks and crannies. This is pretty much a smooth dome for a ceiling. Uh, it's clear that there are actually three passages. That that uh, were carved out of this, and we'll call one of them north, one of them west, and one of them east. Those are approximate. And the main chamber is more oval than round, with the east-west axis being a little wider than the north-south. The talayot tunnel that was carved is more is more or less south, so they're roughly equilateral four little tunnels. The one to the east... Sorry.
2: The southern tunnel is the one we came through?
3: Yes. Okay. Uh, The reason you didn't notice the eastern passage yesterday is because it's partially, at least, collapsed. So, instead of the... Again, mostly the walls just... The ceiling and the floor just meet, more or less, together. There are the areas that are higher that were carved out. And this one, if there is a, there, there's the only place where there is a pile of rubble is, su- suggests that there's a tunnel that, that the pile of rubble is filling or spilling out of or something. Um, the ones to the uh, north and to the west are very smooth. Um, this is, there's some soapstone, there's some sandstone. Ash is making notes. Uh, There doesn't seem to be anything screwy with the compass. You're not seeing it fail to respond to your movement. So, and from, you know, just from being able to see the tiniest bit of daylight through the tunnel to the south, we're like, yeah, this this comports. My sense of the space comports with what my instrument tells me. And so there you are. Of course, occasionally people have called out. There's no sound from an inclenschmet or anything else right All uh right, well, there doesn't seem to be any life in here like there are no spider webs there are no, no, no pools of frogs so far it's just stone world did Meissner
2: did meisner take to his toddler leash without uh too much trouble he uh if I couch it in the excuse of you know the the floor is slippery and it may be wet down here,
3: uh, I my anticipation is that he did uh, resent it, and then you explained that everyone was getting tied up, and it was for everyone's safety. and maybe, you know, so he's he's he still wants to be independent, right. but but he also oh. doesn't want to break his neck. He's not a young man. Uh, he's lived this long, so he he could see reason.
2: I um I mean it's you know you still have we still have a fair degree of movement. It's just so that none of us disappear down a crevasse right, or something. Right.
5: <laughs> well, I'm so... afraid that uh, this rope going around is a bit like buckling a, a kid into a seatbelt for Finley because that means it we're going now, right? Like okay, everybody's prepared. We should go. Roland, which way is it? We we have got to get going. This so is... I'm
2: going to have the flashlight in one hand and my Webley yes. over the other. Yes. And I think we're going to... If if uh, Lillian has set up sort of a little base camp in this cavern, I think the best place to go next will be... Uh, well, let's just start with the Eastern Passage.
1: Well, well, which one is going towards the, the Noveta? Yeah. That's the southern but, tunnel, the one we just came through. You no,
2: know, that's, that's the now
1: yeah. Oh,
6: the Nevada is where we saw the creature, or where yes. Finley took the creature. Yeah, the picture of That's, the creature.
3: That is that is to the west. Let's that might be there. the widest arch too, so it's not unreasonable. So, think- Blackwell, are you on, you're taking the point then? Yes, sir. Uh, Finley probably wants to be right behind, so that he's not photographing the back of people's heads.
5: Yep, you got to get the light just right.
3: Uh, And you probably have a camera and a lantern.
5: That makes sense. Because
3: if he's using a flashlight, you want a more general. Yeah. So who's going to, and I guess it sounded like maybe Cartwright as the navigator of the expedition should be toward the front.
6: Yeah, that'll work. And I'm, I'm sketching the whole time as well. Whenever we go down a passage, you know, trying to map it out as best as possible.
4: I suppose I'll be trailing behind, kind of establishing our light points as as we move down the tunnel. Because I'll probably be carrying a lot of equipment. I would just want to be unobtrusive.
3: Then I'm right in front of Lillian, if that's the case. All right, so I'm going to put Blackwell in front, then Finley, then Cartwright, then Meissner, who doesn't want to be any farther back than Four. Right. And then Althwaite. And then Alvarado and Dupree. And other people will take other options. Uh, uh, since since Lillian has to stop occasionally
0: to attach a light, is she tied to the rest of us, or is she... Since she's in the back, if she starts sliding, we can just grab her.
3: I don't... When you... So there isn't a lot more of stringable light after that ah, central chamber.
4: I okay. see. Okay. okay. So
3: she could either... Follow-up, you might be able to extend a couple of lines, you know, 15 or 20 feet off of something, but you don't know what there is yet. Maybe she Um, has some spare batteries, too, for the dry cells. Yeah, you could also be placing lanterns as long as the surface seems, you know, acceptable.
4: Then that's what I'll do if the line doesn't string out that far.
3: Just so that you have continued
0: visual. Yeah. So, I'll be your pack mule. I've got food and water, but I probably, you know, I've got a handful of lanterns on each side too that you can just keep taking as we go.
4: Thank you, Dr. Alvarado. And I'll
0: start humming a ditty as we're going.
1: <laughs> I'll turn around to Alvarado and say, you know, what I learned from my time in Chichen Itza is that. The first four people, if they step on a pressure plate, they get taken out. If you're fifth, that's the perfect spot.
6: No. Excuse me?
0: Unless <laughs> uh, unless the pressure plate uh, causes an avalanche back there, in which case we're all trapped. Well, uh, you can't plan for every contingency.
2: As I'm leading uh, and keeping an eye out both for natural slip hazards, as well as any Indiana um, (laughs) Jones-esque rolling boulder traps. Uh, I've elected to give myself a spot hidden roll at 39. So I've just made it by one. Okay.
3: Uh, the, uh, The carved component, the channel between the staging room, we'll call it, and what appears to be natural cave is eight, ten feet. So a lot of work for ancient people hitting rocks with rocks. Right. Uh and it's and it's pretty close. We none of most of anybody with a size above 50 can't stand up straight. You don't have to crawl. You just have, you to, have to move down. Oh. Um And then that uh, leads to what looks to be a natural cave formation that is smooth as if it was carved by water in ancient times. Uh, It extends from the doorway of the tunnel. There are some like thin fingers of tunnel that go into stone to the right, and then it's opens out into a place that's comfortably walkable, uh, that, again, Cartwright is looking, going west, southwest, west, southwest. Um, has,
0: has the temperature it, dropped to around 54, or is it warm air, which it's, might be uh, springs or something
2: underground?
3: It's, it's. gosh, I wonder how good I how fast was a thermometer carried loose? How how long would it take? I mean, you it's cooler. It was cooler in the in the first cave, and you could still see sunlight. I wonder how long you'd need to get a good measurement. Um, I wouldn't say you're getting anything like warm breeze. I would say it feels cavey. Okay, <laughs> uh, and it's it's very you know it, you were aware as you're placing these. Individual lights that it's very dark, and is it windy at all? I mean,
0: if it's a gigantic cave system, it would be windy because caves it's, breathe.
3: It definitely, it definitely, it's again. There's a little bit of a little dank a to yeah. it, so there might again be yeah channels oh. that are that are open near the sea or during some tides. It could actually mostly go underwater. clean water. If you um, if you were to open an oil lantern, you would see a, a ruffle in the flame. Not strongly directional, though. So not what you'd call a breeze. Okay. And that's the most sensitive instrument you have yeah. for that. Uh, so you proceed, I assume cautiously. And after meandering... West-southwest for 30, 40-ish feet. And I assume Cartwright has graph paper out and is occasionally taking some kind of spot measure and probably marking the floor or the wall. Yep. Um, You... uh, Blackwell sort of notices a shape on the floor of the tunnel a little ahead, and so brings light to bear. And it's soil and loose rocks. And you point your flashlight at the ceiling, and there it's, again, this is almost all nearly featureless stone or striated stone, but not not blocks of stone. Here there is a, a clear crack with paler stone showing and, and then rough surface. See, the tunnel's about 12 feet high. And yeah, you can see the carved out Rocky, dirty area that fell either during one of the tremblers, or for some other reason. Um, Roland, would you give me a cartography roll to see how precise you are? Sure. That is a regular success. Okay. It uh, you would you would not be surprised if you were under the naveta now. You can't be sure. You didn't actually, you were sketching yesterday, but it's been a a fairly harried 30 hours, you know. Um, But you, you know, the naveta is west of the Taliyot, and it's on the other side of the base camp sort of area. So you're in the right area. Um, Um, Yeah, go
6: ahead. uh, So looking up, pointing up to the, is it a crack or
3: a hole? On, on the ceiling, the so the 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 stone, the arch of the stone of the tunnel. A bunch of a bunch of rock came out, and gotcha. there were cracks going out of that. Gotcha. And then above that, there was topsoil, etc. Uh, and you, when you're shining your lights up there, in fact, you can see some brighter fragments that you assume are human remains from the flora of the nebeta There's just, you know, a, a bit of a rib or an ulna sticking out. And, you know, Finley kept talking about a smallish hole, an animal-style hole in the nebeta Maybe there is one, but how would you see it? Shining up, you know, a light into a black place with dark above it, et cetera. But it matches up.
6: So yeah, I, I think we're th- this should be about where the Naveta is uh, pointing to uh, above and in, in the dirt. Finley, how how uh, high do you think your uh, blue person can jump?
5: I was just, yeah, I don't. I mean, he seems kind of tall, but that would be pretty high up. It sounds like I'm looking around for any like good launching points that you could, uh, like grab on and crawl into somehow uh
3: in addition to the hole being kind of small rather small for him to squeeze through uh yeah he'd have to have at least a strong friend boosting him up there maybe maybe it would make more sense for there to be three if that
5: no that makes sense or would it just be one be plenty
3: or the or the the thing left through the entrance that you used when no one was looking because it's not as though there was a watch being kept
5: that's probably it yeah that makes sense but I mean it's there can't just be one right there's probably like a, a whole society of them down here otherwise they would have died out long ago nothing like people don't live forever
3: this is the problem, of course, with the uh, nonsense about Loch Ness. There's only one of these creatures. That is not the way life operates, as we know perfectly well. Life is an organizational whole. But I'm not finding anything I need here. Are we, what, are we stopping for very long?
2: No, we it's are. Whole other... uh, well, if we point up to the bottom side of the Nevada, does the remains interest him at all?
3: Uh, what is interesting is that we do have to be cautious in excavating now that this hole is here because I assumed under the remains there would just be island and instead there's under the remains there's a tunnel and also in the tunnel a hole but mostly it's not so big that we would fall through I think
2: All right. well shall we continue on
0: yes uh... yeah go go
3: go (laughs) <laughs> I, all of you are slow. Some incompetent. So
2: is but we haven't come to the. Is this the end of this particular branch? You said that there were fingers off to one side, and I'm assuming those are behind us now.
3: The 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 first fingers are behind you, um. Uh, but as you, if you step around the earth and rock, and it, it kind of looks this mess like somebody snuck a jackhammer into the Nevada and pounded a hole and you know the the a chunk of rock from the roof of the cave fell and then looser stuff fell that obviously isn't what happened but that's the kind of mess that is on the cave floor it's big chunks of rock at the bottom smaller pieces of stone and soil piled up and other than that bone up there we haven't seen any
0: indication of human presence no glyphs scratched into the walls
1: or the the uh
3: the roof of the cave isn't sooted over as if people had fires in here or torches uh no the only man-made marks you've recognized are or the the tunnels that were that were bored between one cave and another uh, and didn't, even their rubble is gone, didn't, Although the, had, uh, I didn't,
0: didn't the ancients believe that uh, tunnels led down to the underworld?
1: That's certainly what the Mayans believed um and the Mesoamerican people, I mean, they don't have anything to do with this culture though. I, I, it's a common theme,
3: yeah, much closer though greeks and uh, and yeah. what we now call Italians. Uh, there's uh, Hellmouth, uh, which is, brings sulphur out and dangerous gas. That uh, was uh, another significant Mediterranean uh, myth. Uh, that's the River Tartarus. Uh, is from they didn't know that they were getting gas that made uh, made them unwell. Uh, yeah, and all of Greek Greek uh, myth, everything is down down. We are not going very down though. I want to be descending. Into ancient, more ancient times. Well, and why we keep stopping?
1: Meisner, what's your opinion on this? What are you looking for?
3: I'm looking for the oldest artifacts that are down here. Uh, ideally, uh, the proof that there were civilizations here older than the Taliyat, older than the Taula, and possibly a seed uh, influence that affects cultures all over the Mediterranean looking for something other than smooth rock walls. Why are we stopping all the time?
2: I I mean, who am I to argue? I'd say we keep going. Yeah, I'm right with you. Well, uh, Roland, you seem to have a good sense of direction down here. Where Shall we investigate next?
6: I say we continue down this path until we get to either too far that we feel is uh, too dangerous, or we hit a stopping point Uh, Finley. No, you don't agree. Do you want to go?
5: It it doesn't feel very dangerous. I bet we can go quite, quite a ways before it Mm -hmm. feels dangerous.
6: I mean, it, it makes sense to keep going at least for a little bit more, since this appears to be the direction that we saw the, or the, the Finley's photograph, you know, took, took of the, the blue person. So we'll, Mm -hmm. we'll see what we find. That's my opinion. Anyways.
2: All right. Well, I will head in the direction that Roland is pointing us out.
1: Sorry. But
3: Blackwell carries on. It's not there haven't been a lot of channels to choose from. Right. Uh so Blackwell continues and Cartwright, you'll note that the channel is uh moving slightly slightly upward and then it's going more directly to the south. Um okay. so you are probably not going directly under the taula. Okay.
6: Um, I'll, I'll make sure to let everybody know that as well.
3: And another 20 minutes, another 30, 35 minutes passes, and you it's starting to get cramped in the channel. It um, drops, to, drops to five feet, then drops a little bit more. There's also some branching. And uh, Alvarado will definitely note like there's a breeze coming in through a hole, but it's but it's shrinking. Uh, We've gone
0: thirty minutes. Do you think we're getting any closer to the ocean
3: as we you were, are on an island? Uh, you're moving pretty slowly. So uh, the, and and you came um to this uh site from the northern shore so you're not approaching that coast okay uh not not appreciably okay um uh another another little while and uh blackwell can't walk any further ahead he has to crouch and then and and meister starts to get very fussy because now he's pointed now it's small and he's in the middle. And
2: All right. I think at that point then I would uh, recommend that we start backing up. I don't think we're gonna make much more progress this way.
3: Yeah. And it's gonna even be you're gonna have to go back up several yards before you could even like turn around as a group right. because it's gotten tight and walking backwards in a cave is gonna upset even reasonable people. So, um, shining your light at uh, forward from that point, basically all you can see is that the, the tunnel you were in breaks down into smaller, separate tunnels that maybe have a similar I'm, total volume, but you can't get through.
2: I'm no tunnel doctor. Roland, well, the proper word for that? Why
5: all did I not call no, it right. car yeah? That's right. No, Tunnel Doctor.
2: Anyway, <laughs> uh, but I'm willing to bet this seems naturally occurring. Doesn't seem like anything someone in their right mind would design anyhow. Uh all right. Well, I think this is as far as we go in this direction. Um Roland, I'm assuming you're mapping this place. Did we miss
6: anything? Um, I mean, the, the like earlier in the tunnels, the like fingers that went off, they, they weren't big enough for everybody to go down, or were they? Were they more like, yeah. Now, this is, uh, yeah, I, I don't think we're going to be going any further. So, I mean, only places where I, I think we've mapped this one as much as we can, or at least I have.
2: All right, so I think we're going to make our way back to the base camp then. Does that sound amenable to everyone else?
0: Yes. Did we take what seemed to be the most obvious course down here? Keeping straight mostly where we yeah. could. In which I case said... we didn't find any any evidence of um the other we're assistant. Schmidt. Schmidt.
3: <laughs> no. Not the first sign that of recent passage or any of of his materials. And even without a light, he could have felt his way down this corridor away if he was bit disoriented or something, but no sign. What's happening? It's a real mystery, yeah. want some
0: sandwiches, some water. Anybody need anything?
2: I think we're doing, or at least I'm doing, all right. I can't speak for everyone else, but I think um, we can have
3: a picnic when we're outside of the ground. For God's sake, Alvarado! I was
2: just about to say, I think Meisner's getting a bit antsy. So let's uh, let's make Listen, our way back to where Lily
3: is at. To as close down here. I they don't. Do they have? Do they have bats on this island? Does anyone know? Can I turn we my seen flashlight any alive. on him?
2: Like, can I look at him? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Is he just having, like, claustrophobia effects? Or is there, is he, like, I don't know, I guess turning blue?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Given uh, how impatient and unreasonable you have seen him be, this doesn't seem out of the ordinary. Okay. Uh, He certainly isn't, there's no physical transformation evident. Right. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So you guys sort of wiggle around a little bit until you can reverse your order um, and uh, and make your way back to the central chamber. And um, how many photographs did you take, Finley?
5: Uh, none, because he's waiting for that great blue whale.
3: <laughs> uh when you get back to the center, uh, Harold Ash and Frank Childs say, I got you back. Anything to report?
2: I, Looks like uh, there was some kind of uh was a cave system that runs under the end thingy. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, he's going to look at uh, Finley or Eli and be like what was the name of it again Nevada Nevada sorry the Nevada yep. uh, some evidence of remains or something but um, looks like part of the ceiling got dislodged but nothing uh, nothing too exciting uh, my center is getting antsy so I figured we'd uh, check out another branch here before we stop for
3: lunch has
4: uh, everything been okay up here
3: yeah, I uh, Ash. Ash seems a little bit of a jumpy type herself. Although again, maybe it's working with Meissner. She says about ten minutes ago, I half thought I heard a shot fired, but it was only one, and um, and Childs spoke to Anders, and Anders called out, and Hugh answered. So um, maybe I just heard I don't know a rock fall somewhere or something. Um, I, I'm. Also, oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, finish what we was going to say. So I, I, you know, as uh, given my field of study, I'd like to go and 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 uh, see the cave a bit myself now that you've checked it out it's safe uh, and Childs has agreed to accompany me. So it will be two. Did you leave
4: lanterns behind? I was going to ask, do we have any extra lanterns? Yeah. There's a path of lanterns. Um, do we have any extra for this new path we're going down or are we pretty depleted at this point?
3: There's some resource management to be done. You won't leave the entire path you just went down lit, but if you want to eat the sandwich, Carol could, and and Childs could bring a couple of those out. To set it was
4: up. more like if we were out. I was going to go check on camp. I don't like the yeah.
3: Uh, I know, also, also want to check on camp.
4: But if you've got it, Blackwell, then you can go ahead.
2: Yeah, I feel I I feel like I'm maybe expressing an overabundance of caution, but uh, things are getting weird on this island, and I'd like to go see what he was shooting at.
0: We have used an interesting system. If we were leaving oil lamps along the way as we went, when we finally got to the point where we figured we can't go any farther, we would go back to the next junction, collecting the lamps as we went, and then maybe put one in the middle of the path, telling the people there's nothing that direction.
2: That's brilliant.
6: I like the idea. Right, but there was no branches when we were going down the West tunnel, right? It he was basically fingers, a straight so. shot. Well, the figures
3: were just like cracks in the wall or um Were there any other tunnels? There were there it was uh you did not make any diver, there were no diversions. They were okay. there were smaller smaller channels that you couldn't get into but no, only. No so other you, tunnels going away. Okay. Right.
0: Well, that makes it easy then. Forget what I said. Yeah.
3: Okay. Although, I think collecting most of the lamps as you leave makes sense anyway. Yeah. You're not going to leave, you're not gonna leave them just to burn out. Although a couple, because again, having a little bit of light in the distance gives you gives you a sense of space that is helpful mm-hmm. when you're rather than just having to go back to, to fully dark. Uh, so, so do we want to rejigger the group for the next let's say you all sit down and eat a sandwich and talk over the situation calmly before you know there's you're not in that kind of rush if if arthur was very unlucky and he's behind door number three you know, at this point <laughs>
5: well i was going to suggest you know as long as we're just waiting maybe we move some of these rocks from the eastern side like a. I, maybe just enough so that we can get a better idea of what's back there. Or if you know, it's <laughs> let's not waste time just sitting around waiting to check on and on people who said they didn't shoot the gun.
4: <laughs> yeah, I think I think Spencer and I are probably going to go check on camp, regardless during the break.
1: Does Finley seem a little bit obsessed to me? <laughs>
5: He's he's agreeing with Meisner very much right now. It's like, there's all this talk of sandwiches and checking. He was fine. He was fine. We're standing in the way of this picture.
0: Well, we also know, sort of, now that, uh, that Kleinschmidt didn't go down here. We didn't find any evidence of him oh, at all. Right.
5: Yeah, we're supposed to be keeping an eye out for him, huh? Well.
0: And yet his stuff was right outside the cave.
3: Not everyone's priorities are entirely identical.
5: Yeah. Uh, He probably went down to the north or else he got buried to the, you know, the east, in which case it's, what's the rush, right? Hmm.
0: We also, it seems like we haven't seen any indication of uh, an archaeological nature You'd expect that closer to the entrance than you would deep down inside, I would think.
1: That I find incredibly odd. Yeah, well...
0: No no animals, no bugs, no crickets. That seemed odd, too. I was almost afraid there was poisonous gas that was killing off everything.
2: Hmm. Uh.
3: Uh... Spencer and Dupree crawled back out to have a talk with Anders in, in the tele
2: Correct. Yes.
3: Uh, yeah, I still don't know if it was the best idea in the world to give that kid a gun. Uh, so simple breakdown is this, uh, I didn't hear anything. And then I heard the snap of the rifle. So I climbed up the top of the taliot, and I looked down, and, and Hugh and Anna looked just fine to me, although he's definitely like standing up and sort of puffing his chest out. And uh, so I asked if there was a problem, and, you know, obviously the generator's working, etc. And he said um, "So the, he kept seeing people poking their heads up from... Uh, the edge of the, the
4: valley here. Hmm.
3: Uh, I,
4: I, so he was gonna. So his answer is to shoot at them, warn them, shoot well, over their heads.
3: Y- yeah, I said. So you 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 you're shooting the, the the locals now, and he said, No, no, I just fired off to let them know we were watching. Uh, so maybe we'll pick somebody else to keep an eye on the generator after this. He, I think he was trying to impress the girl. I'll tell you the truth.
2: Yeah, kind of sounds like it. Yeah, okay. that sounds about right.
3: Um, but I, guess... I, but they're both sitting there fine and dandy, and you know they got a little shade set up. So,
2: okay. Um, I mean, if uh, you
3: want to talk to him, Blackwell, you Yeah,
2: I, I do want to talk to him, but I'm now more concerned that perhaps um, our quaint and quiet village uh has knows more than they're letting on um and there's a lot more of them than there are of us so i think i am going to go and talk to uh to the two college students
3: all right i tell you i was up here in the Taliot, and he pointed the uh, north uh and you can from up here you can see a little bit of the village I didn't see anybody hiding behind the rock, so maybe the kid didn't get enough of sleep because of his, you know, he no, got up I, to a watch. Or...
2: I would rather go, have it go and have it be nothing than ignore it and have it be something.
3: Yeah, fair enough. I figured I wanted to stick in the middle just in case anything kicked up on either side. But any, sure. uh oh. find any mummies yet? <laughs> no.
2: A lot of nothing, Chief. Just a lot of smooth rock. Doesn't look like it would have been worked, just existed.
3: You know, have you ever seen Monument Valley?
2: Can't say that I have.
3: Wind and water make strange shapes all over the world. Hmm. Uh, So you descend?
2: No. I'm going to go talk to the kids.
4: I'll I'll go back to the cave. I don't. He's got it. Um, Keeper, were there
0: stalactites and
3: stalagmites, or was it just pretty much smooth? It's mostly very smooth. the 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 the, the, the staging area has uh, no there are no stalagmites that you've seen yet. There are some stalactites, generally of the little piddly kind, and there is also there's calcareous striations. So, But it's it's fairly dry climate. So it's a don't... fairly
0: dry climate, so not much seepage. Oh, know. right.
3: Mm, interesting. Uh, when you get to the... When you climb down the telly out, Spencer, uh, Hugh, a little defensive, maybe a little bit of a flush to his face. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I certainly wasn't going to shoot any of the blighters, but I tell you... When you're sitting here in this quiet place, and everything's peaceful, and then you see one little hat pop up over here, a little kerchief head pop up over there, and they keep raising up and peering at you silently and lowering themselves again, it gets on a fellow's nerves. And I did feel potentially like I was a bit outnumbered, so I thought maybe a small show of force would be in order, and I pointed well out of the direction of any of the heads, and I shot once, and I haven't seen a single one of them since, so I think it was a reasonably good call. What do you think, Anna? And as
2: like maybe mm-hmm. I'm not here to admonish you for taking the shot or for feeling threatened. Um has this happened a lot? Has have the have the locals come up here a lot to investigate like this?
3: No, I've scarcely seen them. I would have thought they'd have been coming up, offering us, uh, you know, fresh tamales and whatnot and taking advantage of the thing. But, you know, it's we're really quite in the middle of nowhere. And I think that uh, they find the whole outsider situation a little bit creepy and are keeping themselves until today. And this is, you know, a matter of weeks. We've scarcely seen one. The, um, the priest came up. Uh in the first week, just to sort of make a general introduction. And, you know, before the, the cook and um, copper oh, went off, there had been a few trips into the village for sundries. Hmm. Nothing terribly, I mean, the, if say I... Did anything when he was here? Sorry, the priest?
2: Yeah, did he say anything when he was here?
3: He said that... Uh, we 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 should feel very welcome, but we uh, the the old places of the dead uh, people have a sort of superstition about. So in general, nobody you know um, grazes their animals around these old monuments, that sort of thing. You know, the the I mean, the priest is not local, but the, the, his parishioners. You know, these people have lived here for countless generations and the whole, um, you know, it is a rather spooky standing stone and and there are bones in there. So the locals just steer clear.
2: Again, um, I might be acting with an abundance of caution, but if they're going to be poking their nose in in our business, all of a sudden, the situation has changed. I want to know why um Ooh. so what i what i'm going to propose to hugh is that he actually uh in about 20 minutes i'm going to call him into the uh i keep wanting to say table claire but that's not the right word um i need to write it down
3: uh into the tower
2: thank you into the tower and um I want him to come running in like we'd have made a great discovery or something. And then I want him to wait with me inside this building. And I want to see if we can spot through the door anybody approaching the camp. Basically, I want anybody from the outside thinking that we, you know, that something has been found or something is going on. And that now all of our attention is in the tower. And this would be a perfect opportunity to come down and do something nefarious.
3: Hmm. And uh Anna's like, w- do I have to get a part in this drama?
2: Yes, you should come with you.
3: All right. So you're going to yell out Eureka, and then we're going to rush up the side of the Taliot as if to leave the camp unguarded. Correct. All right. And then we're going to peer over the edge.
2: Uh Is there not a doorway we can look through, or is it into the Talio, and then we have to go down that way? Yeah.
3: Um, It's up and down.
2: My mistake.
3: I mean, I uh, I could hide in the Nevetta, and you could call, and Anna could go up the tower, and then I could watch from the door there.
2: Better idea. Why don't you do the calling from down here, and I'll go hide in the Nevetta.
3: As you will. I don't I mean it's been a few minutes. Sorry, not to you, right? not
2: to split the party, but like if while we're busy doing tunnel stuff, suddenly everyone's gotten a lot more curious about the camp, I'm a little concerned. Um okay. so that yeah, I'm gonna go hide the Nevetta. I'm going to recover my rifle uh from Hughes and uh going to load around another round into it and grab some more. Well, no, actually that would be obvious. Um so I have five in the rifle and an additional five in my pockets and then my Webley and spare ammo. So I'm going to go hide in the navetta uh, if that's at all possible.
3: Sure. Uh, it's, uh, you could only see the very faintest, the you know, bright Mediterranean sun, small entrance you have to crawl through, thick stone walls. So mm-hmm. then there's like blinding sunlight right here there's diffused sunlight right here and then everything inside is almost pitch and it smells like cool earth
2: is there (laughs) i don't know if there's a mechanic for this so forgive me um being a military man uh does this idea sound crazy like does this idea make sense to spencer that he's doing this does that, sure. does that make sense? The question to ask, like, let's
3: let's let's have an idea roll. That's cool. Sure. Sure. That is the mechanic for that.
2: Um, okay, I got a. Oh, uh, I got a one.
3: Wow. <laughs> um, I don't know that I can make it that good an idea, but uh, it the only thing the flaw you see in that plan is that. You heard that somebody from the top of the tower didn't see any locals around. So they're probably not within a hearing distance right. if they were being very sneaky. So a hidden stakeout is probably the stronger part of the plan. And okay. Eureka Eureka is not the most sound part of the plan, just because they might, you might not, there might not be anything to catch with that bait.
2: I found, I think in the first session, that overlooked position? Mm-hmm. Would that be a legitimate stakeout point? Is that stealthy, or is it just, high? I'm up on a hill and everyone can see me?
3: I don't think it's... Or am I, am I
2: chasing this idea to death and we need to move on?
3: We will... Um, let's establish that you want to find a hidden spot that you yes. can watch camp from. And then you can leave Hugh not armed and dangerous to the local population, there is enough greenery that you can find, a, you know, you can find some tall grass with a low tree and ensconce and yourself where you can keep an eye over camp while not being readily seen. Perfect. Does that Works good? for me. Right.
2: Thank you. Sorry. I hope I didn't get too hooked on that and drag drag us off into the sticks.
3: You're you were you were trying to keep everyone alive. Yeah. Which is which is funny because we're playing Call of Cthulhu. So inside, uh, Dupree returns, having you know un- with the understanding that Blackwell's going to be off the party for the moment. Yeah. Um. And uh, Ash has uh, gone with Childs to check out the tunnel that's been explored. There's a couple of lights left for her. She was you know, she wants to look at the formations. Just curious about the geology of the situation. Uh, Meissner has like had half a sandwich and three cups of coffee from the thermos, and he's getting sweaty and weird. Uh, and wants to get get a move on.
5: I, I have to agree. I, I know we could wait. Well, but we looked in the other tunnel and there was no danger whatsoever. I, I'm sure just a small jaunt to the north wouldn't hurt us. What do you say?
3: Sure. I say. All right. What? So is Elihu taking point now? That, uh, I guess so. I'm the on? only
1: one with a gun, but... I don't think there's anything down here, and if there was, I wouldn't want yeah. to shoot it anyway. So,
3: <laughs> are we still so, all tied together? I'm sure that you dismantled that. I mean, they went upstairs for one thing. But it, is that the plan? Are you gonna Are you gonna re hitch?
1: I'll look to the others and be like, "That's kind of too safe for my style." But if you guys want to do that,
3: I think it was <laughs> slowing us down. And it was very hard to turn around when we got to the end. I didn't want
6: to be tethered. I mean, if, if we're only going a little bit, then I, I think we're okay. Yeah. If, if it starts to get too dangerous, let's stop
3: and redo that. Yeah. So So LAHU in Point, then Fisher, then Cartwright, then Meissner... Then Alvarado, then Dupree. Yep, that sounds good. Uh, Head out, flashlight, flashlight, and gun in the front. I'm guessing, Elihu. Um, Yeah, I
1: I won't have my gun out. I I honestly, I am not worried about anything here. I mean, I haven't seen any critters left. Yeah, I'm. I'm not even like a violent person or anything, so.
3: Uh, so you uh, thrust the flashlight northward. It's northwest at first, and then straightens to more north. And you'll be this is a this is a narrower, taller channel, but it's otherwise similar. Quite smooth. Uh, it's a little. If it were damp, it would be slippery, because the floor isn't flat. It's curved. Um, But it isn't damp, at least at this elevation. I mean, the air outside is quite dry. Uh, So you're flashing your light and you're moving steadily. And this tunnel begins to decline. Uh, Maybe half as steep as a standard staircase. So between the curve and that descent, you have to keep an eye on your footing. But it's fairly narrow, so you can have a hand against the wall if you want as well, just to steady yourself. And as you're shining the light before you step, again, you're not going to step over a precipice or into a pile of lard or anything. You're looking before you're going, which makes it slow, which makes Meissner fussy. And it does, you know, because the walls of this passage are a little narrow, it feels a little close, a little claustrophobic. You know you can you're aware of the heat from your oil lanterns because you're all right in there together. when you say
6: that it's narrow, it's we wouldn't be able to go two by two down. it's it's a one by one type narrow,
3: yeah. you wouldn't be able to you could touch both walls at the widest places with your outstretched hands, and sometimes it's a bit narrower than that. It feels a little more like a crack in the earth that was washed out than something that was bored by water all the way. Ceiling isn't pointy, but it's it's tall and thin. Okay. Uh, and so, let's see. Cartwright, you'll be keeping track of the elevation. You're losing, what? a couple of feet and every 10 with three feet and every 10 feet. And it, there are bumps. But when you think about the outside and its relationship to the monuments, it seems like you're going underneath the ridge that lay north of you. Like when you first saw the camp, you came up over a ridge after, you know, you were on a ridge when you got shot at, and then you went down into a gully, and you came up to another ridge, and then you could see everything before you. You're probably right underneath Blackwell, actually. was hiding in a shrub. Um.
6: So, so going, going north from where we started, we'd be going under the camp and then beyond it?
3: Is, it, is uh, that what I heard? Camp- Camp was camp is basically between the Taliot where you entered and the Naveta.
6: Oh, okay, all right, all right. So all right, yeah.
3: this, and so the, the 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 main cave is just north of that, or gotcha. north okay. east of that. So now you're heading, um, you know, I'm I'm sorry, I'm turned around. We're actually you're actually going south. So you're not going to the opposite ridge that you crossed over when you came in. I've got everything, I've got the north and south upside down.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking, because we came from the north beach. Okay. uh, The croissant tip would be that way, south.
3: Right, right. Uh, In fact, that means you're going toward the village. Okay. And so that also
6: means that the first cave that we went down was the eastern. Was east. Not west. Okay.
3: uh, Upside down. Um, and it zigzags a little bit and the descent is inconstant. And there's a little more of a sense of a breeze here and which is, you know, notable because you're moving away from shore and then, um, the, your flashlight, like, you reach an, an opening such that your flashlight has a hard time getting the opposite walls. You reach a much more open area. And, um, and the, and the, the path. So, so it's like, um, an egg that was removed from the earth in front of you. So the floor drops away, the ceiling stretches up, it's bigger around so that your not very strong electric torch has a hard time illuminating the far wall. Um, and you're going to ha- need to make an effort to descend into this pa- passage. It's not, you're going to need to tie off ropes and make a, make it some climb rolls slash a task of it to, to get my student, et cetera down. And it's kind of hard to see all of it. It's just, it's, you know, the much, it's a much, it's wide open.
0: You call out for Kleinschmidt. Kleinschmidt, if you can hear us, make a noise.
3: Does the voice echo around the room? It does. Your voice reverberates, and the, but there is no response. Um, and if you're, you know, you want to be careful bunching up around this edge, obviously. Uh, because it, it drops somewhat precipitously. But if you cast the flashlight down, looking for something reflective again, like his glasses were, you don't see anything glassy or metallic, but there is a not insubstantial object in this, more or less in the center of the floor of the area in front of you. It's just hard to make out from where you are.
1: Lillian, do you think you could drive a peg into the wall or something like that?
4: Yeah, I was going to step forward and try to get us some kind of mechanism in place.
3: Great. So we, you know, you, you circle around, you put some lanterns down, you get a sense of the space before the fall, you drive a couple of, is it pitons? Is that into the wall?
4: I think so, yeah.
3: Not and me, yeah. and tie tie them off, and you know, give them a, a nice yank, and and Meisters like, got to see what's down there. Uh, I don't
4: think it's moving anytime soon. Don't worry.
3: Uh, it gives you a dark look. Uh, I guess we'll do climb rolls with bonus dice. And somebody should probably handle Meisner. I'll help. I'll help <laughs> Meissner.
4: <laughs> if he if someone, me. if I were to go first, would that help at all with the people that come after me? Like, if I kind of provide like a steadying.
3: Absolutely, you engineer the heck out of that. So you, yeah. Okay. Um,
4: with the bonus die, yep, yeah, we're good.
3: So I'll well, get down
4: there and then kind of help it everyone else out. Uh,
3: so you get down there, drive out a couple of more things, and tie off some ropes so that it's. So if somebody slips they're only going to slide on a rope they're not going to tumble head over heels uh, and that will obviate the necessity for rolls for the rest of you um, and so you gather around the stone and in this you know the most of this, the passages you've been through the stone is grey-ish with a little bit of t- tawny and some brown spears and again lines of uh, calcium that, that that worm their way down but pretty pretty fair in color and there's a large stone in the bottom of this chamber that is not jet black but it's very dark stone and it's maybe eight feet by five feet in an oval and it's resting flat on the stone floor and it's carved and it's also split cracked through like lightning struck it or it fell to where it currently is because it's basically in two massive pieces but they're massive and you could run your hand between the two halves are they shiny almost polished or are they rough like a it's it's uh, the the crack is rough and the surface of the stone is also uh it's maybe basalt okay it's not shiny it's very dark and uh, you should uh, you are almost certain to uh, correctly identify the language that is inscribed on it. Oh so there's words on it. Do
0: I need to roll?
3: Yes, let's oh, no. let's have a let's have an edgy roll. Oh, 09. Brilliant. Um, so you and Meister began a slightly uh, arcane argument between the two of you about exactly what period of Phoenician writing this is. But that it is an inscription in ancient Phoenician. And on a kind of monumental scale, like this isn't this isn't the bill of sale inscribed in the clay. right this is a, this is a stone tablet that has a purpose, and it's several thousand years old. and Meissner is Rumple still skinning around, like skipping and clapping his hands with glee because there's no basis for this object. I'll pull out the bottle of champagne
0: I brought just in <laughs> case.
3: I, I
5: stand in front. I, we need to get a picture yes. of this. This is... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> uh, you'll need um, to improvise something, Fisher, to get a good overhead. You know, you're going to obviously take it from as tall, as high as you can yeah. get, but it's a, you know, it's it's... Waist high and it's long, so you're like trying. You know, yeah. there's an, you're not going to get a clear picture of it for reading without setting up a little scale, a little.
5: That'll have to do. be a, a yeah a return to it. I'll I'll have to make do with the uh the folks there, and then I'll. It, it is this open? Like, is it a uh, kind of sarcophagus kind of feel being split into, or is okay. it a a it, solid
3: piece. it appears to not have an insight. It appears to have okay. been a tablet, not a box. Okay. Um, can uh, we the deciphering? Oh, yes. Uh, you can. You'll definitely need reference materials that are in cap. Yeah. So you'll, you'll be copying it down, and, you know, again, Meister will be like, you know, arguing with you about whether that shape is just like that or just like this. But you know, it's a it's it's one of those ancient uh vowelless writing systems that's related to the others. It's you know it's it's in you'll have the materials, at least to be able to phonetically reproduce it, if not exactly describe what it means depending on what the vocabulary is like. Um, anybody, uh, I guess, Ellie, who I would like a spot hidden from you?
1: Uh, it's just regular.
3: All right. Um, so you're, you know, wandering around, uh, finding your flashlight up and down this thing and around the cavern and, um... What you realize, although it's you need to sort of print a couple of spot uh, flashlights on it to figure it out, it appears that the channel that you were in that led to this chamber continues on the other side of it. But you've got to get up a curved floor that gets fairly steep and will require more rigging, certainly.
1: What would I know about? Phoenician culture, because I don't know anything about Phoenicia. I don't even know what that is.
3: Uh, they were a seafaring civilization, sort of on the cusp of the development of the Fertile Crescent and the religions and cultures of the Near East.
0: About 3000 BC, very early.
3: And, and they you know they uh, yeah, they pioneered naval technology such that they commanded the Mediterranean for a for a decent period of time. And you know they are considered evil pagans by the Jews and then the Christians and you know various other
2: um, so, you know basically everyone well, else.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: possible too that their alphabet was the one that the Greeks eventually modified and adopted. To make Greek.
1: So then, in terms Pre-Greek. of the sea, the sea people that uh, Meisner was talking about—would these be the sea people, or different?
3: It's it is possible that that the sea people that are referred to in ancient Greek texts were a branch of the Phoenicians, if not the the main civilization. So your name's going to be on some good papers. Like this is a this is a deal, um, oh, and. I love you, it. And you haven't gotten to the act. You're just on on route.
1: Jeez, I had to sacrifice at least five porters to, you know, pressure plates and other traps before I got something this good last time.
3: She's incorrigible.
5: <laughs> uh, well, uh, I suppose, Lillian, Do we? Do you have the? You did such a good job of climbing back there. Can we continue down that tunnel, like? I, I'm sure there's more to be there. Maybe like living areas.
4: Yeah, I'm like I'm I'm here to aid you guys. So if there's something you want to look at, I'll try to put something together. Get us there.
3: Okay. Um. Sorry. Go on. Sorry. Go Go ahead. Sorry. Uh. Yeah. It's just it's it's logistics. It's just time. But the the sound of you hammering an iron spike into the stone in this resident chamber is really unpleasant. But also you, you know, you might all be famous. Like this is this could be a you haven't gotten exactly the Tutankhamun gold angle yet. But uh, you know, this is an underexplored area and you guys have made a significant find. Also, it's not obvious how a stone tablet this size got into this chamber like was it did it was it formed here or did it you know it's there's there are mysteries to be solved
6: you you said Um, it looked like it may have even you know fallen is the ceiling far too far for our lights to reach it to see if there's like a crack or
3: anything in there it's it's hard to get It's hard to get a complete sense of the shape because it is a pretty long reach for a pre-modern flashlight. But Mm -hmm. if there's a hole, you don't see it. It looks like the same gradation kind of going around an arched roof or a domed roof. If it, yeah. You might be able to get also... uh, There's certainly there's a decent chance that the Lenora had a crate of flares that came with you. You will have to check base camp. Nope. You didn't have you haven't stuck your hand in the crate, but that would show you the ceiling clearly. Um, and probably you're going to be doing more work in here. So like right now, Lillian's trying to engineer a way just to continue on the path, but you know for fisher's photography and possibly for excavation purposes you're going to be building in here and that might involve a way to to get a better light around as well um did you you rolled climb before not engineering right lillian
4: um i'm sorry i rolled climb before engineering is that what you're asking
3: Rather than engineering, you will oh, climb. Yes, I roll
4: climb rather than engineering. Apologies.
3: So if if you'll give me an engineering roll now, it'll be just to decide how long it takes you to rig something across. Totally.
4: Um, like one off, I'll spend the one point of luck to make it a
3: success. Spend one point of luck to save a couple of hours because people are going to uh, get jumpy. You know?
4: <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, not just professors, but people who are waiting outside to see whether you return as well uh so essentially after 40 minutes to an hour lillian has got a number of spikes driven to the wall and basically a rope ladder primitive rope ladder uh attached to it so that with a little help from behind even meissner can get up without too much difficulty or Uh, significant um, risk of life and limb. Uh, Meanwhile, outside, Spencer Blackwell, dying for one of those sweet, sweet black cheroots, but he doesn't want to give his location away, Uh, hasn't seen any heads popping up over the rocks. Basically, he's been looking at the back of the English... Fellow and the Spanish girl while they chat in the shade. Um, but uh, after uh, ninety minutes or so, uh, you do see a figure uh, from the from the direction of the village, um, and uh, it's a, a a tall, Finnish man, uh, obviously wearing um, priest's garb. Uh, And he's strolling toward camp without taking any notice of you. Um, And uh, when he gets to camp, if you don't interfere with him arriving in any way, uh, he'll um, chat with Hugh and Anna. Rather more with Anna than with Hugh, because they're both native Spanish speakers. And while Hugh's competent, um, it's obviously easier. Yes. We're not hearing Mr. Blackwell.
2: Hear me now? Yes. I am so sorry about that. Um, I was making the joke, uh, Hugh's not having a great time because speaking English at them louder doesn't work. Um. So I'm going to remain uh, sort of in position for the moment. I'm not about to shoot a man of the cloth just for, you know, going on a walk to see what the locals or, you know, what the new arrivals are doing. Um, and so you said that he just engages the two in conversation.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, anything? I mean, is he acting strangely? Is there, you know, anything else
3: occurring? Uh it looks very polite okay um, um, yeah and if you if you were to succeed in a listen roll you're far enough away that you would be heard right so uh, uh, i
2: actually have all right well i rolled a 40 out of uh 40 so i just made it.
3: yeah it, um it appears to be it appears to be more or less small talk uh Got the it. Notably, the, the priest doesn't appear to be angry, um, which okay. was one possible outcome given that a firearm was discharged.
2: Right. Uh, uh, I think then I'm going to... I don't want to get this moving. I just don't want to sit in a bush all game. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to break cover and uh, go and see what, uh, what the goings on is myself. That was English. Um,
3: do you? Uh, <laughs> why don't you uh, try a stealth roll to see sure. whether it's obvious that you're coming out of hiding as opposed um, to just strolling into camp from somewhere else.
2: I know I've been rolling a lot of successes, and my stealth is only 25, but there is a 15 on my dice, and I'd be happy to use my camera to show you.
3: <laughs> I, I believe you. Uh, uh, so, um, you 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 casually wander around a boulder, um not at all giving away the fact that you were hiding in a shrubbery and um with your rifle slung over your arm, walk down to camp and at a certain point, I Anna sees you first and gives a little wave, and then the others turn um and uh. When you walk up, uh, Anna actually starts speaking to you first, and she says um, that uh, Father Ruben came uh, into the camp. Um, they're uh, going to be having a little festival in the village in two days, and it's just a you know a local affair. And okay. and and the fellow turns to June, he's he's pretty striking, like dark eyes, sharp nose, swoop of dark hair in front, and does he's he you know,
2: look like a local, or does he more like from the continent, as it would be? He
3: he, he his Spanish sounds from Spain. Okay, uh, not Spanish, local. if you will. It's Spanish, and his <laughs> his. He obviously smokes, but his teeth are in great shape. Um,
2: I mean, it is and, the era, right?
3: Yeah, uh, and he says, uh, "Yes, I, I see most of you are away on your uh, discoveries, but um, you know, I, you know, ever since the fellows bought the mules and left town, I feel like things have been a little awkward, uh, and the mayor and I talked about it." um after your friend bought eggs early in the morning and we thought as a gesture we would make sure you knew that you were invited to our little our little festival just the evening after tomorrow um you don't have to come if you're busy but we'll have some local cakes and it's you know it just might be might be nice
2: well we appreciate the gesture father um do you mind if I ask you a couple of questions? I like you said, there's been a, a bit of awkwardness that I'd like to get cleared up. If that's okay,
3: uh, sir, and he'll, 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 he'll you know, he he'll pause and say sorry I didn't introduce myself and shake your hand warmly and gesture toward a camp chair and and you know sit down himself. Sure. Please.
2: Uh, so, you know, we have obviously we are we are not local, um, and we are. Uh, my team especially the late arrivals, um, don't really have a whole lot of context as to local custom when it comes to this site. Mm. Is there any reason the townsfolk would be observing us for any reason? I, from my, from what I've been told, you know, they people don't graze their animals up this way and the, the site itself is generally avoided, but um I feel like there's more typically when it comes to local custom like that, there's a story associated rather than just, oh well, we just don't go there.
3: I think it's natural that uh, some of the villagers will be curious um and and you know, just have a look when they've got an hour of free time at the strangers. We don't see people from very far away very often. This little village. Is a few hundred people, and it's the the local market for a substantial area because it's just rural farm stands, a little out of the way places, and a lot of it's quite dry. So you present an enormous spectacle. Um, and as far as the site itself, my parishioners are beautiful people. It's a it's a very it's a very nice village and I'm lucky to have landed here for the time being but they are parochial they are that most people's Spanish isn't very good I have to conduct services in minorque when it's not Latin um because they don't speak Spanish they don't there's not a significant Spanish newspaper that gets out this far uh and so when you have mysterious you know people i believe people used to think that the the colosseum was built by giants because they had forgotten their own history and it seemed too big a thing to have been built by mortal men so i imagine this spooky stone tower and and the you know the table just has a, a bad local reputation
2: i appreciate the insight um as I don't know if you've met the professor in charge of the site, but he seems, well, let's just say I've met sandpaper that, uh, is a bit smoother than that gentleman's dealings with most people. Um, so I'm trying to get some more information that isn't, uh, I'm all washed out. I'm sorry. Um, some (laughs) some more information that is, uh, Perhaps locally sourced, and not all from someone who is here for his career.
3: Um, yes, I have. You know, even in the church, we have characters like your professor Meisner. There are personalities who sometimes achieve remarkable things, but are not always the easiest people to be around, or work with, or have for friend for.
2: True enough, I've met my own share of officers that fit that description. Um, I guess, what's this? festival and celebration of
3: it's it's uh it's a it's a seasonal thing you know probably the real origin is lost in the mists of time uh it's 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 a, a feast day in the church so we sort of just latch them together but it's probably pagan it's it's a much older local thing uh, oh,
2: I, I get that uh... I'm just trying to again, like I said, we've we've had some strangeness happen here at camp, and I'm just trying to uh, assuage some of my soldiers' paranoia, if you will. Mm. Uh, so I appreciate your your uh, your candor. Yeah,
3: uh, you know, we are all very welcome. Uh, to please tell the others. This, if,
2: this feast they wouldn't have to. If I the know.
3: professor happens to have an early nap that day and not come with you, that's alright too?
2: I will see what I can do. Um, this feast day doesn't have anything to do with uh, Mother Mary, does it?
3: Well, I mean, that it is, the, the church is the Dhamma Sagrada. We, we are not guilty of Mariolatry, but she's present in many of our rituals, and doings do you want to roll psychology
2: yes i do actually (laughs) um i'm the worst person for this and if if this doesn't fail i'm switching dice because someone swapped yeah that's what i thought yeah i got a 94
3: (laughs) um so uh Father Ruben makes his departure shortly thereafter, leaving you none the wiser as to his intentions or nature. Sure.
2: I've just been invited to a fantastic rural Catholic feast.
3: That's right. Meanwhile, deep beneath the surface, uh, who's going up the
4: rope ladder first? I will test my own structure. hmm Uh, Another climb?
3: You already did the engineer for this. We're fine. Okay. Just be careful. Uh, it's a little tricky to use a rope ladder and an oil lantern at the same time. So there might be a lot of handing back and forth. Right. And maybe some lowering and raising. But you, uh, who's going to handle Meissner? That's going to be the climb role. <laughs> That's me. I am helping. Am Meissner. That uh, one Dr. Professor Meissner.
0: Oh, I got an eighty six. Um ah, Meissner!
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: I'll take credit for your <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wow.
2: Uh
3: yeah, he's actually that was he, he didn't roll well either. Oh, okay. So ha- ha- Meissner Meister has um, uh, partially slipped through the ropes, given himself a nasty rope burn in his inner mm. thigh, then spilled over sideways, banging his elbow for a whopping elbow and, and shoulder for a whopping four points of damage. Mm. Um, so he is that he slides down toward the giant basalt stone and just starts cursing so colorfully and vitriolically mostly in german which unfortunately you understand (laughs) he calls you you know insulting incompetent bumbling barbaric filthy and the sons of various animals um and then he it just red and puffing just like pulls himself up the rope ladder wincing when he uses his left arm and just, you know, bellows and spits in your face for a minute. Yeah. And then he kind of realizes that he has no air in his lungs and sags. A I will still try to help
0: him up and yeah. let him berate me.
3: Yeah. And so he's going to be doing a lot of clutching his arm and rubbing his arm and quietly whimpering under his arm my age, this kind of injury Oh, oh my should have brought it better oh. I'm, going um, to lean, yeah.
1: I'm going to lean over to Finley and say at what point is the Althwaite expedition going to claim its first victim
5: I I am kind of concerned that this will be a posthumous award for him at this point, but all the same, his name will be on you know, the list it's
1: if the he Meister dies, Expedition. i my name first on the
5: paper. As rightly
1: you should.
0: <laughs> that will seal his fame for all of eternity if he dies on this.
1: Yes, exactly.
5: They'll call it the curse of the egg chamber.
3: <laughs> and so you continue down the passage. It's rather uh, as it was before the descent. Uh, tall and narrow. Um, occasionally you could put side by side, but mostly not. And it continues descending. It doesn't, it isn't going back up to the surface from that area. Uh, And again, uh, more or less waveringly south. And... uh, the oceanic smell is interrupted by something different. It's a scent that's a little a little tangy and a little metallic. And um, for the first time, uh, Lillian, who's gotten herself to the front, she slams a flashlight. There are reflections back. And after this much time and this much dark, they're kind of striking.
0: Um,
3: uh, It's basically the passage widens a little bit in an irregular shape, floor stays the same, continues on, but there's a little bit of a gully in the floor. Uh, And in it, you see, well, some, um, simple, um, metallic drinking bowls and they're metallic plates, maybe brass or bronze, uh, glinting. Um, you see, uh, spear tips. It's like a cache of metal objects and they're quite varied. Um, and because it's a little bit of a wider room, you can sort of gather around and have a look at them together. Uh, let's have spot hiddens.
0: Got a hard? I got a hard.
3: No. Good? No. 100. Okay.
5: Just a normal.
3: Uh... uh of course you're all trying to figure out your angles already on it. It's kind of a mishmash of things it's, and it's substantial like it's probably a couple of bushel depending on how yeah. deep it goes, a couple of bushels of stuff thrown here. Wow. Uh, for the two of you who rolled hard, is there anything you'd be looking for in particular in this mass? Anything with writing. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, I, I guess Anything that just kind of stood out as unusual? Uh, This isn't Roland's, you know, cup of tea. So anything that just kind of stands out to him?
3: Okay, there are definitely, uh, there are some uh, coins that you don't immediately recognize the providence of. Some of them look old in that sort of, they're not perfectly round way. Um, And uh, it's all... It all looks kind of, I mean, again, your eyes are adjusted to considerable limits, but it all seems rather shiny rather than tarnished. Mm. Um, And uh, Dr. Alvarado, you um, notice you're you're probably not touching anything, right, being the professionals you are? Well, I...
0: I, if, if, so. I, if I see a coin with writing on it, I might pick the coin up. I can put right. it right back where I got it from, but I want right to see Right back it where you got
3: it. Oh, my there's going to have your head. <laughs> um, yeah, you... Do uh, you, There's at least um, one Roman coin that's got to be 1800 years old you know, second century, third century a d and uh, Roland, um we at the very edge, you notice another round disk, and at first you think it's a coin, and then you realize that it's a pocket watch, and it's broken. I will immediately point that out, uh. And Meissner stops rubbing his elbow and says, oh yeah, this was uh, Arthur's. His father gave him that watch. And we'll end up there for this week.
2: All right.
0: Our players included Max Meltzer, Holly Buto, Gordon Lewis, Tyler Hudak, Nathan Decker, and myself, with David Gasway as the keeper of arcane lore. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members, you can set up private games, and you can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Spotify, Podbean, or iTunes. If you would like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account or hit the Super Thanks button below. It's your contributions that keep us going. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayley together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Duty, the role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.